0: Happy Monday to you. This is Anthony Kazenza with CincyJungle.com and the Orange and Black Insider Bengals podcast. I hope you had a great weekend and I hope your week is off to a great start. The week is off to a big start for the Cincinnati Bengals as well, because they are kicking off their OTAs, their organized team activities, which are usually deemed quote-unquote, or in the past, they they usually were deemed, quote-unquote, voluntary, but they are not so much voluntary now, (laughs) and, uh, you know, most of the team is there, and they are working out, and obviously, this is a big big set of practices because uh, it's the first under Zach Taylor and his new staff, and with it come uh, a couple of big moves, and of course, there's already uh, some questions being asked both on this Facebook Live and uh, really amongst all Bengals fans given some news that took place. And that news that took place on Monday, that was a big one, uh, had to do with their first-round pick and a couple of veteran offensive linemen. So their first-round pick, Jonah Williams, who the Bengals are very high on, uh, Jonah Williams lined up as the team's starting left tackle in these activities on Monday. Now, what they did, obviously, if you remember correctly, the Bengals made a big trade last year, figuratively and literally for Cordy Glenn the left tackle he was with the Buffalo Bills he had some experience in college playing guard and tackle so the Bengals kicked him inside to left guard Jonah Williams is at left tackle Bobby Hart is at right tackle so you look at that and you say okay well you know there could be some improvements there obviously right the the big question is right tackle and the big question is Clint Bowling everybody is asking now, what's going to happen to Clint Bowling with this shuffling up of the offensive line? A lot of people think he is out the door. I personally do not believe that. Now, I, I, I'm probably in the minority in thinking that. But I think that Clint Bowling is going to stick around. He's got one year left on his contract. I believe the cap hit is under $6 million or so. I'll have to double check that. But he's, he's got a manageable cap hit. And he is one of, if not the best, current offensive linemen on the Bengals roster. The Bengals opted to re-sign him a few years back instead of Kevin Zeitler. They thought he was more affordable. And uh, so he's been on, on their team. And really, he's played well. He's, he's shuffled around a couple of different spots on the line, uh, including left tackle, right tackle. He's, I mean, he's helped out at a couple of different spots. This is the last year of his contract, as I mentioned. And yes, I was correct. His cap hit is just under $6 000, this year. I think he plays out the last year of his contract. What a lot of people are overlooking is that Bowling sat out today's practice at with, with an undisclosed injury. He's rehabbing an undisclosed injury. So I think that this lineup that we saw, Jonah Williams at left tackle, Cordy Glenn at left guard, Bobby Hart at right tackle, I think that that – Configuration is going to it could change, and Zach Taylor noted to the Cincinnati media today that this is a fluid situation. Who they have out there starting today at the end of May is going to be different than, or could be different than what they trot out week one against the Seattle Seahawks in Seattle. So uh, there's a lot to keep tabs on here. Clint Bowling, obviously, his future is up in the air. We'll see. I personally, I think I'm in the minority. I think he stays. I think they hang on to him for one more year, especially with so many new faces on the offensive line. He's been the mainstay. He's a versatile guy. He's affordable, and um, you know, I think I think he's uh, he's going to stay. They'll find a place for him. What that is, I don't know. Um, perhaps the idea is Cordy Glenn then shuffles over to right tackle, and Clint Bowling is the is the left guard once again. Perhaps Clint Bowling is your right tackle. And and um, you know you, you go with the Cordy Glenn inside, Jonah Williams on the outside. We will see. I thought it was telling that um excuse me, Cordy Glenn had a, apparently a conversation with Jim Turner, the new offensive line coach, and he said something to the to the effect of, "We had a man-to-man talk, and uh, guard is going to be where I'm going to play." And um, you know that's that's kind of that. So Cordy Glenn he may, he, he's getting left tackle money to play left guard potentially this year. Now, again, in case, uh, you are wondering, he has kind of a hefty contract, but Cincinnati does have, uh, it's a bit manageable because, um, you know, some of the guaranteed money was eaten up by Buffalo when he signed a deal a, a couple of years ago, but he is due 9.25 Nine point two five million this year, um, and then uh, nine point five million next year. Being Cordy Glenn, and then he is an unrestricted free agent in 2021. Clint Bowling's 30 years old. Cordy Glenn, who played with Bowling in college, uh, is 29 years old. So, I mean, they're not spring chickens, but uh, the Bengals have a lot to figure out here because they invested a lot in the offensive line over the past two off seasons. Glenn being one of them, obviously, they swung a twa- trade for with a first-round swapping of picks, and and the Buffalo Bills were obviously involved there. They invested in a first-round pick in Billy Price last year, and then this year they re-signed Alex Redmond, They re-signed uh, Trey Hopkins. They re-signed Bobby Hart. They bring in John Miller at guard. They draft Jonah Williams. So, Uh, they, it's a good thing because this offensive line has struggled over the past couple of seasons and really since Andrew Whitworth and Kevin Zeitler have left, but it's also, um, you know, it's leaving a lot of things up in the air right now, but, uh, you know, the Bengals seem to have some talented guys. It's more about finding the best five guys and really finding the best five guys that also play into a position that they, are comfortable with. You can't just throw guys out there and, and in, in positions that they're not fully comfortable with. So uh, I see uh, to Huey Cha saying bowling to right tackle or he is going to ride the bench. I, I, I really don't think he's going to sit. Um, it, I think that the choice comes down to you start him or you cut him. Uh, my thing, as it always is with the Cincinnati Bengals, is if you're going to cut him a valuable player, again, one of, as we sit here today, one of the best offensive linemen that they currently have. If you're going to cut him, okay, I guess. I am not. I would not be a fan of that. But where, what are you going to use that money on to make your team better in another spot? Uh, wh- where is that money going to go? Because saving it uh, and, and not using it isn't going to really help this team. Perhaps it's cap relief to extend A.J. Green and Tyler Boyd for the next – you know, handful of years coming up here. Maybe that's the plan. Um, I don't, I personally don't know if, you know, 5.75 million is, is going to, you know, cripple this team one way or the other, but perhaps that's what they're thinking. I I, I just think, I don't think they're keeping bowling around as a backup. I think he's either going to start or he's going to cut. I be cut. I think he sticks around. I think he starts. It's just a matter of where, um, and I think they'll probably you'll probably see more experiments with Glenn at right tackle. Uh, this is Anthony Kazenza with cincyjungle.com and the Orange and Black Insider Bengals podcast. Bengals opened up uh, OTAs this week and uh, this Monday, and we'll be continuing to do some work the rest of this week. And it's our first look at some intensive, somewhat intensive activities and practices by the Bengals in the Zach Taylor era. One other thing. Um, that I thought was very interesting uh, coming out of this was it was a vague tweet, albeit, but uh, it was something that I thought pointed into a a positive direction, and that's John Ross. John Ross uh, put out a tweet talking about his confidence level kind of being back, uh, and it was actually on Monday uh, after the practices ended. So you know, I think uh, I think you have to kind of take some, you take it with, a little bit with a great grain of salt, I suppose. Um, but different kind of confidence now is what he tweeted out uh, earlier on Monday, which is interesting. I think obviously that points to his being in Marvin Lewis's doghouse for the first couple of years of his career, probably being healthy, probably playing in a system that is more akin to his strengths and uh, getting him the ball in ways that he's more comfortable with. Again, I, I said he's healthy. He did sit out uh, some workouts previously because of uh, a, a minor injury, but um, you know, you have to like the fact that he's in a better headspace. at least that you can, uh, from what you can tell from a uh, five word tweet um, after the first day of, of, of OTA practices. So you got to like that. Um, Good friend, Mike Donahue. How you doing, Mike? Uh, keeping heart and moving Glenn guard tells me Turner sees things differently than everyone else, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, I, I, Turner, if you – Turner's got some issues. Um, I, I think they're pretty well documented at this point in terms of his, some things in his history, uh, the bullying thing, some other sexist type of things that happened when he was at Texas A&M. Um, he's kind of a throwback guy, Uh, his interviews, he's a very intense and he's just wired differently. But um, I think from a coaching standpoint, there is some respect around the league for him and what he can do, how he's able to develop. And I think he is very, very confident in Jonah Williams. I think he really likes Jonah Williams, probably seeing him over the past couple of years while at Texas A&M in the SEC. Um, You know, and, and I think that He thinks that Jonah Williams can play left tackle at the NFL level, despite some people thinking he should be a guard or a right tackle. Um, And and I think that he does value Cordy Glenn on this offensive line. It's just all, it really, it's all about bowling and how he sees him fit. Uh, He and others within the Bengals organization really seem to value Bobby Hart. Uh, Bobby Hart is still pretty young. I think he's 24 or 25 years old. He's got more football ahead of him. From what I saw last year, though, and from what we have seen from him in the Giants from years prior to 2018, there is not a lot there that builds confidence going into 2019 for him being a starter right now. So, um, you know, I, I would at least, if, if the plan is to indeed move Cordy Glenn inside and, uh, you know, figure out a different place for Clint Bowling, I would really like the Bengals to at least have some have a competition between bowling and heart and see who wins that out, um, in camp. Obviously you want to do, if you are going to cut bowling, you want to do him a solid and maybe do it earlier so he can find a place to latch on to. But I think he's a quality player. I think he's, he's, you know, he was the best offensive lineman last year. And, uh, I think he needs to stick around for at least one more year, which is the remainder of his contract. Um, Derek route says, uh, I've been pulling for Ross. Haven't given up on him. Uh, I think a lot of people are in that boat and I think a lot of people are in the other boat, which is, they think, uh, you know, he, he's shown all that he can. Um, I think this is a big deal though with Zach Taylor, this system, a fresh start, hit the reset button. And I think that's going to be, um, you know, I think that's going to be a big, a big boost for him. Uh, this is interesting. There is a rumor, and I'm, I'll kind of maybe end on this one. Um, there was a rumor or a conjecture out. I think it was from uh, someone from Bleacher Report or NFL.com that said that you know they would think that an AJ Green to New Orleans Saints trade would make a lot of sense both for the Bengals and you know to get some draft capital and for the Saints. Uh, I do not see that happening. I do not see the the logic in that. Uh, Chance White in the in the Facebook Live here says I really want. A.J. to the Saints trade to happen because I want to see the man get a ring. I mean, yeah, yeah, I guess that would make sense. But um, A.J. Green has repeatedly said he wants to be with the Bengals. Uh, I think we know what this team can do when he's healthy. Um, You know, he's... If he, if he finishes his career healthy and putting up the numbers that we are accustomed to, which is, you know, the, those 1,000 yards, seven, eight, nine touchdowns a year, those are Hall of Fame numbers, and he's going to break every Bengals receiving record that, that, that there is. So, um, you know, I, I'd like to see him stick around, and I'd like to see him, to Chance's point, potentially win a ring with the Bengals. I mean, that's probably not going to happen this year, but it could happen in the next year or two. We'll see. And really – you know, unless the idea is to collect that draft capital and move up for a quarterback in the next year or two, I don't, I don't really see the need. Uh, the Bengals aren't really aggressive when it comes to the draft. I mean, they moved up twice last, this last draft, and it was on day, it was uh, day two and day three. It wasn't into into night one. So, um, I, you know, I don't know. I just, uh, I, I think that. Um, AJ Green is probably part of their long-term plans as is Tyler Boyd, whether that is two long-term contracts, whether that's a franchise tag and a long-term contract to one or the other, we'll see. But I think those are critical to what they're going to do. And they're especially critical if Andy Dalton is in the other future plans as well. If Andy Dalton shows a lot this year, I think he's got a good rapport with those two guys. And I think that those two guys would make a lot of sense keeping them long-term, This is Anthony Cazenza with SB Nation's cincyjungle.com website. Keep it to Cincy Jungle for all of the updates, news, analysis, opinions with OTAs. You can also catch our uh, podcast. We have weekly content. We have content like this. The Orange and Black Insider Bengals podcast, all of that is on cincyjungle.com. It's also on YouTube, on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Spotify, on Google Play, all that stuff. So check that out. If, you're, if you haven't checked out the program yet, um, we have an interview with Willie Anderson that's up on the site, so check that out. That was a lot of fun. He said he'd give us 10 minutes and he gave us 30, so that was pretty cool. And um, a lot of other content, both from the podcast and cincyjungle.com, so keep it at that site. We'll continue to keep you updated. Thanks for all of uh, your questions, your comments, and thanks for tuning in here. We'll keep you updated on all things both on this Facebook live feeds and on the website. Have a good rest of your week.